the League of Women Voters of Dane County, and Madison City Channel present Know Your Candidates. Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your moderator, Lynn Klessig. I'd like to introduce the candidates for District 6 of the Madison Common Council, Twink Jan McMahon and Marsha Rummel. To start off, you each will have three minutes to answer the following question. What is your professional, educational, and civic background that qualifies you for this office, and why are you running? And we'll start with Twink on this one. Great, thank you. Would you like me to look at you? Yes. Okay. Um, my professional background is in um, uh, uh, conflict resolution, I would say. Um, I'm a minister by profession, and so I have a wide range of people that I'm uh, involved with and um, come in contact with. Uh, so lots of um, folks with a wide variety of opinions. Um, most recently, I've been working with my neighborhood city council um, in both Sassy Neighborhood and the Marquette Neighborhood Association. And also, I have um, been, de been developing our neighborhood organization called Sustainable Atwood, which is a, a large uh, body of neighbors working together towards sustainability. And um, that, that probably is one of the most uh, fantastic uh, qualifications I can have. We've worked with the city on several initiatives. Um, right now, we're working with the DNR and the city and the UW and multiple neighborhood groups um, toward the inventorying of the, our trees in our Atwood neighborhood in advance of the Emerald Ash, ash Borer. So lots of community partnerships uh, and city partnerships. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Marcia? Thanks for having me. Thanks. It's very an exciting opportunity to have a, a conversation. So um, I have been uh, on the city council now for two terms. I'm seeking my third term and what got me involved in this was in the mid-90s, I got involved in the Marquette Neighborhood Association, which I eventually became president of, and learned a lot about neighborhood development, historic preservation, water quality, environmental issues, a whole host of things that our very active progressive district is concerned about. And at the t when um, Alder, former Alder Olson decided to retire, I, I sought the office. And since then, I've been involved in a whole myriad of things for the, on behalf of the city and our neighborhood. And professionally, I, sir, I work at the Rainbow Bookstore Cooperative. I helped found it in almost 20 years ago. And I've been there ever since. And we sell books to, and to the progressive community and to the university community. And um, so I'm very familiar with downtown issues and have been involved in the, the business association for many years. And one of the things where that came together was I helped save, uh, save the women's building. We generated a campaign to save a historic building from the progressive era women's movement. And I was very proud of that effort. Um, 
you know, I'm very proud to be a representative of our district. I think we're one of the most progressive districts in the city, if not the, the country, honestly. And uh, so I'm, I'm very proud to be able to engage and listen and participate in our, our civic discussion and policy making as, as a neighborhood and as the city. Okay, thank you. Now you will have two minutes to answer each of the next questions. And this time we're going to start with I'm sorry, Marcia. Possible cuts in aids to municipalities are looming issues for the city as a whole. How do you think the council should prepare to address it? There are very serious concerns with the new governor and like many probably watching, I have spent many hours at the Capitol shouting this is what democracy looks like and participating in this historic moment. But the truth is once that ends we're going to be faced with probably some very serious conditions for our city and so I know that the mayor and the council are already preparing to look at probably an interim budget review and so that could include things like you know we have a whole schedule of a capital improvement budget well we'll what what do we need to put off and we'll have to look carefully at um, you know, operating costs, and at some point we were, we did extend the, our public sector contracts, so some of those costs are fixed. So some of the things we don't really have control over, and I know it'll be, a, a, we'll all take it very seriously, and you know, we can always look for synergies, being, you know, more effective, building synergies with other um, municipalities or the county to see what kind of things we can share and say in fleet or IT or you know some of those kind of things and I just think at some point you know we're gonna the recession adds to our problems because our property tax assessments have gone down and so we're getting less revenue so we're gonna enter into a, a, probably the most you know the mayor always likes to say this is the most serious budget ever and it will next year be this coming year the most serious budget since I've been elected okay thank you twink um, I'll concur with everything um, Alder Rummel has said um, and I think that we'll have to take a very serious look at the way in which we spend um, our budgets on roads. They are by far and above the most, um, uh, the greatest area of our budgets that we can cut and, and move into different places and be to be used more effectively um, in our city. Um, and it, that's one of the ways that I would think it would be critical to uh, look into our future when we're evaluating those budgets. Um, and it's also critical that we promote our um, district, in particular District 6, as the economic engine that it is to the city of Madison, especially um, as we think in terms of, uh, we've got Willie Street, uh, the soul of the city of Madison. We've got Atwood Winnebago Business District. We've got Union Corners. We've got East Capital um, District. Um, we have uh, fabulous uh, private public partnerships uh, with the uh, Olbert Gardens. We're a fabulous district, and if we can attract, uh, if, we're, if we're promoted as such, then we can attract economics to our area, not only economics, but the health of our um, the transportation system and bolster that. Um, so those are some things I think that we can do positively um, that uh, aren't necessarily expensive, but to be able to promote them positively is, is a powerful uh, force uh, for a neighborhood for in the city of Madison. Okay, 
Thank you. What do you think the city should, at a minimum, prioritize during very lean times? And this time we'll start with Twink. Mm -hmm. uh, the citizens need to be cared for. Um, I live by the philosophy that when the least are cared for uh, first, then everything else will fall in line. So um, caring for um, our nonprofits and making sure that they can provide people with the uh, fundamental um, uh, necessities. Uh, I'm thinking of the Goodman Atwood Center who, that's in our district. Um, in the Sassy neighborhood, uh, they do a fantastic job of reaching out to the communities. We need to continue to fund those uh, those community organizations. Um, and then there's always the uh, the um, the public services that um, keep our streets clean, keep our uh, keep our snow plowed. We have to get to work, and we have to get around our city. We have to have um, uh, public transportation that gets people around in a clean way. Uh, and constantly push the edges of uh, that box so that we are constantly widening transportation um, options for our citizens. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Marcia? You know, at some point, w it comes down to our quality of life, and we all say that Madison's a number one city, and how do we keep it? And so I think at some fun fundamental level, we need to keep that bottom up so that we have good quality services like plowing streets, police, fire, those basic services as well as the social services of, of taking care of people and, our, and we need money for parks. We need to have like a judicious approach to making sure all the basic things that make our city so healthy and vibrant that we continue to do. And so at some point, you know, somebody will say, there's fluff in our budget. And I really, you know, I'm sure there's things we can always cut. There's always things we're not gonna be able to do this year. But at some point, I think we have a good idea of what we want to do to grow our economic um, engines like the East Rail Corridor, the Capital East District, or uh, on at the, the research park in our district. Um, and so there's some real opportunities to make sure we grow the district and the city and, and so that we can offset somewhat the loss of property tax value. At some point, it's like we're, we're a region, but we're also a city. So we always have to make sure we take care of our city. And I think a lot of that will be about schools and housing policy. Because some things uh, I've seen are that people, there's a perception maybe that schools, everyone loves their school, but there's some perception out there that maybe they're not always the greatest place schools. And so we always have to make sure our schools are well taken care of because I think the health of our schools uh, will help, uh, makes our city stronger. So we have to make sure we're partnering with the school district and even the people that sell housing to our people that come to town so that they know that no matter where they go, they're gonna have a good education for their kids and find jobs and have participate in our great civic life. Okay, thank you. What do you think are the two or three most important issues facing your district that should be addressed by city government and that you intend to work on as an alder? And this time we'll start with Marcia. I think the most imp interesting, exciting opportunity is at the Capital East District. And that is a whole, a whole planning area that takes, goes from Blair Street to basically First Street, encompasses both sides of East Washington Avenue and the Marquette side of the rail corridor. And in it are many opportunities for 
repositioning this f a former industrial corridor as a green center for new employment. And I've been working on issues for this for many years since I was on the Market Neighborhood Association and first got involved in planning processes. And I've been following each planning process from where we picked where Central Park would be and then where we created um, uh, the urban design district and the massing and standards for how you could tall you could build or what kind of uses we would have along that corridor and so I think we're in poised now with land banking to make a real be a real change agent as a city in the future of this district okay thank you Tui? Mm -hmm. um, there are some exciting things going on in our district um, Probably uh, the most important thing happening right now is the Willie Street reconstruction, where we have an opportunity to uh, really stand out in our sustainability goals as a city, a city of Madison, um, taking uh, available dollars to retrofit our older neighborhoods into uh, sustainable showcases. Um, that we can really be proud of, including um, bike, ped, uh, transit, and um, making walkable neighborhoods. One of the most important things going on um, is, uh, it concerns the trees. In uh, the emerald ash borer is coming our way. We are due to lose 30% of our city trees. Uh, and, and that's gonna have a significant impact both economically, ecologically, and socially. Uh, when trees go down, it matters to people. Uh, we have an opportunity to underground wires on that Willie Street project. Um, we have the conduit going in for a future uh, undergrounding of those wires, um, but we can't live on a promise. We have to get those kinds of things done today uh, because the trees do a lot for our economics. They draw, they draw um, shoppers to businesses. They increase the value of um, the, uh, the properties. They clean the air. They clean the water. Um, and they have to have room to grow to their full potential in order for us to, uh, um, to receive their full benefit. So undergrounding the wires is not an aesthetic issue, although aesthetics is a fabulous thing because it improves our social condition. We love to be where the trees are, and that's why the economics improve. Uh, it draws people to the areas. So um, the, those, that Willie Street Reconstruct is an incredibly important um, project. Thank you. Why do you see yourself as the best candidate for balancing neighborhood, district business, and overall city resident in interests that are often contentious? And this time we'll start with Twink. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love this question. Um, my interests are in seeing the big picture and bringing all of the people together. Um, it's frequently um, uh, understood, the word stakeholder, has frequently been used to attract people in a limited area around a limited project, but I don't see our city or in district in particular as anywhere uh, um, an independent projects. We are related as a whole. We're a living, breathing system that um, has to be um, looked at 
in a broad way. So bringing um, disparate groups together and finding where our common grounds are is incredibly important. That's what we did with Sustainable Atwood in the, uh, in the visioning process. I like to say we brought everyone from Kip to Klofka, which uh, if you know any, anything about um, the, the history of the Kip in our neighborhood, is, uh, there's been some contention there uh, about air quality and sound quality. Um, but we brought people to the table who had disparate uh, uh, views around uh, common goals. And that's exactly what I like to do and what I have a history of doing. I'm very Thank excited you. about that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Marcia? I think I had the most experience and the most knowledge of how to get things done. I, I've been effective at organizing and responding to neighborhood issues and residents' issues from the level of the sidewalk and the tree to trash collection to the biggest issues facing our city, whether it's a budget crisis or you know, Edgewater, or even how to deal with um, the Willie Street reconstruction, which did involve a lot of people with interests that needed to be heard and, and, and proactively assist their goals of getting something better than what we were starting out with. So I think I'm quite capable and, and able to sit and engage people and participate, and sometimes I'm a leader. It depends on the issue. I've done all the, I can adjust my style to whatever the need is. So I. I helped neighborhoods deal with a contentious bar issue and they got more together as a neighborhood and now they have a listserv. So I've you know, I worked on all kinds of issues. I've had hundreds of meetings since I've been elected and while I think there's a, a genuine value to including everybody, we're an alder with a limited budget and we don't get to necessarily send a postcard out to everybody or include everybody that we'd like to and hope that we can use social networks and listservs to spread the word. I think that um, I've been active and a leader on Central Park and Union Corners and Garver and our parks and open spaces and I think I'm really able and capable of keeping a lot of things in our very active district kind of moving forward. I mean not everything was forward at the same rate but at some point you know you kind of keep your eyes on the prize and I think I, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy working with people and I enjoy the, the the smallest issues and the biggest policy issues. And I, I think I've really created a good relationship with my colleagues on the council and the mayor and all the others involved in city governance. Okay, thank you. What committees do you wish to serve on and why? And this one time we'll start with Marsha. Well, I currently serve on the Urban Design Commission, the Community Development Block Grant, the Madison Arts Commission, and uh, the Madison Cultural Plan and, uh, and a housing, an advisory housing committee. I enjoy all those really immensely, but I've, I've always been interested in serving on plan commission and I think I would really enjoy the parks commission. So at some point you can ask the mayor what you would like and I really would be happy keeping what I have. I'd be willing to try new things. Um, and so, I, but I do enjoy Urban Design Commission because it's an opportunity to shape how our built environment looks, work with design professionals and developers to try and, and, and hear neighbors' issues. So it's kind of the microcosm of all these things that we deal with on, on a citywide level. And to be able to influence that has been really a, a moment of, you know, I've been proud of my uh, opportunity to serve there. Thank you. Twink? Mm -hmm. Mm, my understanding of the, the city committees is that they give the citizens opportunity to participate in their uh, local government at, at um, a closer level. And um, there, 
more than my own participation in those multiple, what, there are 50 committees, um, groups, is my concern to get my constituents back on to um, the, the committees that they would like to serve on. Um, the bike ped committees and um, the budgeting committees and um, making sure that we have representation. I can only go so far. I'm only one person. Serving on um, 10 committees or five is uh, too much. The, uh, the role of alder is, is spread very thin. And um, I have a fantastic uh, neighborhood, uh, three neighborhoods full of capable people who are, uh, in, make it a point to be continually informed on the issues. It's important that they get on those committees and that they uh, are able to um, broaden the, the spectrum of our participation in our district. That's what I'd be uh, committed to. Okay, thank you. Is there any other issue you believe is important that has not been addressed in this conversation? And we'll start with Twink this time. Uh, water. Um, actually, both uh, Marcia and I serve on the water cap uh, citizen action panel, so I'm coming at it from a citizen's point of view. It's an incredible process. Uh, some of the people on the committee are pushing uh, for more information, more uh, participation. I really admire the work of the, um, the uh, water utilities in participating, but clearly we need more communication. I'm also on the communication piece of that committee. And um, the difficulty of, of piecing together information with our own citizens is, it, it's really difficult. We have a tons of information. I mean, in every city department, I'm thinking George Dreckman and his uh, composting. He's, they've done lots of work on it, but how do you connect it to the populace? How do you connect all of the budgeting and the work that's been done to the population? So communication is um, an incredible piece of my challenge to get information to the constituents so that they can make the decisions um, that impact them the most. I really am interested in, in connecting people, project, and ideas because we are an incredibly innovative uh, uh, district. And if we can mobilize our district uh, to work with and for itself and for its own sake and for the city of Madison, we've got uh, a, an incredible treasure trove of ability and possibility. Thank you. Marcia? I agree that water is a real key thing. So, so having said that, I, I also think that we, we always need to um, look at the linkages between land use and transportation. We live in a, an older neighborhood that's much denser than the rest of the city. And I think our job as alders is not only to get appropriate infill in our neighborhood that kind of fits the character and quality and, and, and helps you know f create opportunities for new housing or commercial or retail, but we also need to advocate for how we build our city at the edges as far as transportation, connectivity, whether it's making bike commuters a regular part of, you know, like the, they have a way to get around and those hardy people that can bike in winter, you know, have their, have a way to get to work and to other more pleasurable that could work of course to be pleasurable but you know to get around and and also um, just I think that we really if we're gonna really grow our tax base and make sure we stay healthy we can't really afford sprawl at the edges I mean we're always told downtown that we have to you know take more density downtown to fight sprawl and in some degree we're willing to do that whatever it's appropriate but at the also I think we need to be really clear as a community 
that we need to have um, density all around our city so that we can keep the quality of life we, we, we appreciate. And it also keeps our water safer and, it, and our, you know, not contributing more to loss of farmland and other important things. So I think that's a key thing because it has transportation, whether it's, you know, making sure we have RTA, which of course now is questionable. If you'd asked me this six months ago, I would have said it was high-speed rail was one of the key things, but obviously can, much can change in uh, several months. But I think we, we still want those kind of connections and multimodal transportation options, and they're really important for our future. Okay, thank you. It is now time for a one-minute closing statement from each of you, and we'll start with Marcia this time. Thanks. It's been a real pleasure to serve for Alder for these last uh, two terms. I, I ask for your support again. I think I have a lot of experience and knowledge and, and proven um, expertise, and I've grown my knowledge as, as time has gone by. I, I enjoy working with people. I, I try to engage people and get them their input so that we can make a difference and, and it's not just on the neighborhood level at some point during this year we had a, um, a an economic development commission was given the task of looking at our development review process and I organized a, a neighborhood summit this summer where over a hundred people from neighborhoods across the city came out and participated so that their concerns could be shared with that whole process. So I think democracy is a key part of our jobs and one I take very seriously, as well as the other key thing I think is reflecting the progressive values of our district. And I think I do that, thanks. Thank you. Twink? Mm -hmm. um, both Marsha and I share progressive Dean's values and goals. Um, what people want to know is what what makes us different in our our race for the alder uh, position. Uh, my way of thinking uh, I think is uh, very very different um, from Marsha's and that would be that the, our communities are systems. Um, that we need to look at ourselves as, as a big uh, in the big picture as a unit. Um, distinct in our individuality, but as a unit and connected. When something affects the Willie Street corridor, we know that the Atwood corridor is going to be um, affected as well. Um, this is a critical election. District 6 has unprecedented opportunities for pushing excellence in sustain sustainable economics, environment, and a sense of place for our east side corridor and the city of Madison. We need leadership with clear goals, inclusive representation, and an ability to grasp that big picture, connecting people, projects, and ideas. I think it's, it's incredible. Uh, the opportunities will have uh, incredible challenges, um, but I hope that you'll vote for me so that we can work together on all of our projects and ideas. Thank you. Thank you. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. I would like to thank our candidates for joining us, and I'd also like to thank the viewers and remind everyone that Election Day is Tuesday, April 5th. Please vote. If you would like more information about voting procedures or obtaining a copy of the League's Candidates Answers publication, please call the League office at 232-9447 or visit our website. Again, I'm Lynn Klessig, and on behalf of Madison City Channel 
and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.